It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, what's, up? What's, up? what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, um, real quick, welcome into uh, Jobbing Out. For a change, for the uh, the health and the safety of our talent, we're actually, believe it or not, we're doing the show from different locations this week. We're not all in the same place as uh, we always Shocking. are. Yeah, that's uh, that's a new thing that Social we're doing. Social distancing is important. That's yeah, it's about safety is what we're doing here, and so that's the reason why we're all in different places, and not because that's literally what we do all the time, and we're lucky to be even able to do a show because my God, we're trying to put so many schedules together. Um, it is episode number fifty nine ninety nine of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun. Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live. No main event, but instead, the man who authored maybe the most iconic line in the history of in the history. out. Yeah, and just the history of humanity, I guess. In the history. He is Ben Nash, and he has joined us this week. What's up, buddy? How are you? What's going on, guys? How you're cl- we doing? You're clapping for him like he didn't just cause us 20, 23 minutes and audio problems to start the show. <laughs> you're clapping. Yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Blame it on me. Yeah, but to, be, hey, to be fair... Uh, this is the, actually the first time that I've done a show with you guys where we all haven't been in the same room. That's true. It's true. <laughs> that is, so. Yeah, right. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, well, it's health and safety reasons. When we heard that Nash was coming, we said, well, we better separate. We better. Yeah. We better. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know where he's been. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, that's very true. Um, look, I, I, again, like it's been for the last couple of weeks. I don't know if we've got a guest on this week's show or not. I've had a few things that I've been working on, but everything in the world is TBA at the moment. So just throw those. Here's, in the, here's the other thing. These people have nothing to do. Yeah. Look, in, in a weird way, that's actually helped on my show. But the problem with the <laughs> wrestling world is it is also left a lot of people not knowing what to say. Um, and that's right. been an awkward spot. Now, why certain people didn't post last week, I'll never be able to explain. But um, but yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, there's some irons and some fires, and I will let you know. Um, Dude, I just realized something. Yes. You probably already were thinking of this, but I didn't think of this at all. This is the WrestleMania Picks episode. Yeah, yes. okay, we're going to yes, talk. Yes, it is. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Did you that just realize this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Brandon's on top of the world right now. He's, <laughs> he's just everything. He's got it. He's got it figured out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about WrestleMania, obviously. That's what we're doing this week, and we'll see. There's somebody who literally might end up becoming, I believe, a fifth-time guest on the show. Uh, there's a chance of that because uh, uh, this is a person that has a book coming out uh, this week. Oh, that, ah. Yeah, like that's where we are. We'll see. We'll see if that plays out. We might end up moving that as well. But um, in the meantime, yeah, it, this is tip, typically where we do picks. Now, here's the thing. I have done everything in my power to avoid as many spoilers. I don't know how you guys are handling this. Um, I have done everything in my power to avoid spoilers. And I want to give like wrestling media credit. Because I think most major wrestling media, most major wrestling sites have similarly done everything in their power to not report on actual match result spoilers. Yes. Um, they've, they've alluded to the idea that they exist, that they're out there. And if you're like a nerd on Reddit or something like that, you can find them. 
Yeah, but, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked at the uh, restraint that has been shown by the dirt sheets on the, the WrestleMania stuff. I, I I think I think they know. Like if they, I it's I get the sense that like if you want to have a relationship in any way with WWE moving forward, you ain't fucking doing that right now. Like that's yeah. that's the sense. There's also I no real benefit to it. Like getting out match changes or something in injury, you know, stuff like that. There is newsworthiness of that. To get out results just seems like a dick move, honestly. I don't disagree. I honestly I don't disagree with that. I think right now it's a look, we're all stuck inside. We're all gonna wanna watch this weekend because we ain't got shit else to do. So don't fuck this for us. Like don't leave us in a place where um, you know, we, we find out on Friday everything that happened and it makes it less interesting to us so um i think it's been in everybody's best interest i think everyone's done a really good job but with that said i'm going to add a second layer to what we're going to do as far as picks are concerned we're not really going to do traditional picks because i i don't know like you happen to see something that's out there and then frankly we're not even doing this anymore we're not really paying off any of our bets we've just reached a new portion of the show so the way we're going to do this is you're just going to (laughs) say What you think they should do, what you think they will do. It's not necessarily a contest anymore, like who's going to get the most right. Because, again, there's no payoff any longer. We just have to call it like it is. The show's evolved. We're not around each other as much. It's it's just what it is. Plus, we don't like Nash. We're just – it's like a – we felt bad for him. I don't like myself, so it's fine. That's true. Nash – literally, this is not a joke. Nash wishes he was dead. It's not a joke. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. No, no. Oh, man. Ben, I, mean, I think it's a bad time to make that. Yeah. You, yeah. You're saying that, Dude. Ben. What if, the, what if he gets the Rona next week? Ben is obsessed with death. He's obsessed <laughs> with it. He loves the fact that there's a Boneyard match on Correct. this WrestleMania. Dude, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I literally, be great. we have walked past caskets and Ben said, I wish I could be in that. Ben I mean, has this weird it may, it, that may have happened actually. that 100% happened you ain't gonna lie about this right now you ain't gonna make it seem like I'm wishing death upon you that is not what's no, going no, on no. here Ben has just always had some weird th- people have macabre interests some people have morbid jokes correct morbid jokes is Yes, yes. That's that's probably And some people have great jokes. When the time is right though. Right. When the time is right. Right. They're not not nearly as good as your other joke that you came up with. No, 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 no. But no, nothing no. ever I, will be. I came up with that. I'm not uh, I'm the not the greatest me. joke in the history of wrestling. I actually had someone approach me one day and repeat the joke back to me that I did not know was a no. listener of the program. I did. I did. Um and I didn't know they were a listener of the show and I don't I don't I don't really I can't wish I could remember who it was but this happened probably 6 months ago where I was somewhere and someone came, I might have been doing a game I might have been working and somebody came up to me and said more like Kurt Kankles and I don't think he got it perfectly right cuz I don't think he said am I right afterwards I think he just said more like Kurt Kankles and I like turned around and I I thought it was Nash for a second I'm like what the f-? It was just some guy man it was just some guy it was cool though I was really into it um, Man, imagine imagine repeating somebody else's joke. That'd be crazy, right? Ripping off somebody else's amazing <laughs> joke. Who the move f that would be? It's a wild move. What a jerk! So that's what we're gonna do with the WrestleMania card. We're gonna go through again. We're all acknowledging 
when, when we say that people aren't reporting on some people are going to extremes there are sites that literally are like listing the card and not even bothering to list the fact that we all know that it's actually braun Strowman that's facing gold you, you mean like wwe yeah well i mean that's that's one thing. <laughs> I'm talking can we about talk him? about before we get into the picks? Can we talk <laughs> about some of this stuff? I mean, yeah, we've got a whole show to do that. <laughs> okay, sure. that's fine. I didn't know sure. we want to do that first before we got into the picks, though. I mean, but can. okay, that's fine. We can. I look. I, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna be unmoved by some of it because I'm gonna keep saying the same things that I've been saying over and over again, which right. is like we have to accept that this is just a bizarro world scenario where there are bizarro world things. Like, I, okay, I'll give you an example. I, for whatever reason, watched the interview, quote unquote, that Triple H did on SportsCenter on Sunday night and like came away from it saying, what the fuck was that? Like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? How did that help anything? Now, part of the problem was the only actually interesting part of the interview, for some reason, they didn't air on SportsCenter, um, which was them asking about Roman Reigns. Um, they only apparently aired that online or something along those Probably lines. Probably was a request from WWE Almost for whatever was. reason. But it was so bizarre. Em- it was so embarrassing for everybody involved, and frankly, way more embarrassing for ESPN than it was for WWE. In that, like, if you're going to do this, you got to be able to say, "Hey, we have to ask a question or two. We can't just put you on and say, what was your favorite WrestleMania moment?'" Is that um, what it was? I it, didn't see. It this. was almost all of that until they asked something like. Hey, in the landscape of what's going on, a lot of people wonder why you would be doing this, right? So they at least asked that question, and Triple H gave his bogus PR answer. But that's fine. I get it. Like, right now, they can't really defend anything, so they're not bothering really to try to defend anything. They're just sort of saying, look, we're doing it. It's what it is. Um, They didn't go into So basically, that was like a, hey, um, we'll give you all these WrestleManias to play every Sunday if you put Triple H on to promote WrestleMania, but you can't ask anything real. It was part of the deal, clearly. But also, in fairness, ESPN doesn't have anything else to talk about either. Like, they clearly had no problem putting Triple H on for a minute. Um, It's just that, yes, it was very clear that part of the deal was we're not really going to grill anybody about anything. Um, Did you see the ratings for those WrestleManias, by the way? Yeah, there's nothing else to watch, man. 800,000 people watched a rerun of I, WrestleMania on ESPN. Nothing else to watch. What, what else are I know, people supposed to watch? I know it's still incredible, though. I still think that's a crazy number for that. Um, I, like I would if I if it was in a different like time. more people more people watch that than Raw. Uh, that's not no, right. no, that's not true that's at all. Right? Would it be like in line with it? No, no, no it's not even oh, Raw. It's like two. Yeah. Right. So, so NXT, I guess. Yes, it's roughly that did have more than NXT. Yes. It's roughly the number, but it's also on ESPN. Like it's a pretty right, prominent exactly. network. Yeah, man. no, but again, no, I I know it's like I know. I'm just saying, just to say it out loud, it's kind of like oh, like look, WWE is in an awkward spot because they taped all these shows, and I don't know exactly when they realized Roman Reigns wasn't going to be a part of WrestleMania. So they taped the SmackDown before WrestleMania. I assume that's when we find out that Roman Reigns isn't going to be a part of WrestleMania, and in the meantime, Presumably. like something I read said, they filmed an angle. Right. So in so, the meantime, but I assumed it was going to play Friday, and then it didn't. Right. So I was like, correct. oh. And so now they're left with this. Hey, we've got some. We've got programming taped that we want to air, and frankly, it doesn't really. I, look, man, I would probably have admitted publicly we don't have Roman Reigns on our championship match at WrestleMania by this point. But I'm also, I, it's really hard for me to get angry about anything right now. We're all living in fucking bizarro world, man. And like, they're still airing the commercials too. That that's like, to me. It, it's, it's not so much. I get the you don't really want, even though you very easily could go in and do this. But like this morning, they tweeted out, "Hey, watch Roman Reigns versus Goldberg." <laughs> yeah, like yeah. 
Well, it's, uh, it, I feel like it's just also awkward. Like this entire WrestleMania, like it's just label. It should just be awkward. Like, it is every it was awkward before awkward. any yeah. of this happened. But too. the every world is awkward right now. Single, yeah. Like the entire world. Like I can't be mad at them about any of this because everything right. is awkward. It's terribly uncomfortable yeah. for everyone. Nothing. None of this is defensible. But at the same time. Uh, we are at least maybe to understand that part of the reason why they have to do this is because of insurance reasons that like the weird language and insurance is that you have to do everything in your power to hold this event. That's the only way that you can recoup your insurance money. If you cancel it on your own, then we're not going to give you the money and then you're going to end up in court. And do they really want to drag that thing out any longer? I I don't know. I don't know the answers to these questions. I don't really think they should be doing WrestleMania right now, but it's also a little bit above me. It's above my pay grade at the moment. And frankly, I think we all agree that we need something to watch. And yeah. we've got something to watch this weekend. So it's not great. It's not ideal. It's sure as hell not perfect. And as we've said repeatedly over the last couple of weeks, it does not forgive their sins leading up to this in the build of this WrestleMania where there was mistake after mistake after mistake made. This does not forgive anything about the Goldberg situation anyway. You fuck that on your own. Um, this, however, the, the the remnants, the things that we're talking about now at this point, I, I just don't have answers for any of it, dude. Like, this is just fucking weird. Yeah, I mean, but you, you were talking last week about how, you know, in a weird way, you were actually excited to see this, obviously, with everything going on, that, you know, it was going to be a distraction. It was going to be nice to have two, two nights of programming. And you know, as these days go on, I'm I am feeling that less and less, and I just I don't. I disagree. I disagree with that. But again, it's in context. Like I have, we have nothing. We have. I nothing. understand that, but it's still like you're watching this, and I, there's going to be a point at in time over those two nights where I'm just like, why is this happening? This feels wrong. Yes, it feels happening. like an episode of Raw, but we're not even getting real episodes of Raw <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> An actual episode of Raw is better than what we have. Like, I, again, in the context of it being WrestleMania, yeah, it's it's fucking shit. It's just terrible. But I'm not looking at it in the context of WrestleMania. Like, I can accept this is not WrestleMania anymore. This is something they're going to call WrestleMania, and it's going to be a historical footnote, like the fact that there will not be an NCAA basketball champion this year. In 30 years, you're going to be sitting down with your you know, your kids and trying to explain why it was that when they look over the history books, they see there was no NCAA basketball champion. Well, one day down the road, we're going to have to explain what happened with this, but it was because it happened to the whole world. So, like, I Damn, hear you. That it's, one hurts. Wh- what? That one hurts that there's no NCAA. You oh, know. well, I mean... <laughs> He right, wanted to be not, planning to, yeah, you know, know, packing his bags for I Atlanta know, right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, uh, ben, uh, ben works with Maryland, and there was there were high hopes for what could end up playing out, but uh, it's what it is, man. It's just what it is. That's the way it goes. And so, I, like Aaron, I, I, you're not like to some extent, you're not wrong. I just, I, I'm so starved for anything that I'll even take the shit they're feeding me right now. Like, I wish it was better. I wish that I was getting, you know, anything, but, like, right now at the moment, I'm starving. And so if it's between this and death, like, okay, I'm going to choose this. And I know that that sounds a little bit, you know, maybe that was not the right joke to make in the context of what's going on in the world. Maybe I should. I I get it. I get it. Something is better than nothing, even if this something feels horribly, horribly awkward. Yeah, it's well, it's definitely horribly, horribly awkward. There's no question about that. This is horribly awkward, 
And the funny part being, remember two months ago when I said the only thing I'm really looking forward to is Edge and Randy Orton? Well, here we are. And the only thing I'm really looking forward to is Edge and Randy Orton. But... No. Uh, what about... Don't you think the Cena thing is going to be interesting? I, <sighs> they've never given us any real reason to believe they can execute something like this. But, but WWE back against the wall... I hope. I, Brandon, I think it could I, be fun. I, right. Again, if you're telling me that it should be, I think on Monday we could get the act together and say, hey, that was actually a lot of fun and that was a really good time and they did a really good job with that. I just don't have that feeling necessarily today, right? Like today, I don't have that trust that any of these I'll, things. I'll tell you what match I don't feel that way about <laughs> AJ Styles and The Undertaker. Correct. Yeah, I don't feel that way at all, but that's I was never going to feel that way, despite the fact that, frankly, I. Somebody might argue that's where they've done some of their better work this week was on AJ Styles and The Undertaker. But, um, look, man, it's what it is. We're doing it. We, we can either do this or not do it. We can either say, hey, Nash, sorry, we didn't really need you. Get away. And just bail on the podcast that I drove back to the office to record, by the way. Um, or we can just try to talk about it and get through it and see what it is. And so I think that's what we're going to do. Um, we will attempt. Is there anything else? Aaron, do you have the match card in front of you? I can pull it up. Boy, we are we are killing it. Uh, I've got um, it. Okay, so is there anything else that we know isn't happening or has been altered? We know that the tag match has been altered. We no don't. Andrade, yeah. Well, not that one. I'm talking about the other one. Which the, other one? The presumed New Day Usos, Miz and Morrison. We know has been altered. Oh yeah, it's just it's just Morrison by himself. Well, but it's also might not be the... There's been multiple reports, and, and we'll just get this out there. It's us. This is going to be some sort of a singles ladder match. It might be one from each team, but I also saw something that said it was just Morrison versus one of the Usos and none of the New Day members involved. So I'm not sure what's happening there. Oh. I saw something that said it was a, that he was handicapped, but the other two full teams were in, and it was a ladder match. I had not seen that one. I, I had seen two, A, it was a triple threat, or it was just a singles match. Or well, the two it things seems like at this point we could probably go right ahead and throw that one out. And <laughs> just not bother <laughs> to try to say anything about that, because we don't know shit. Um, uh, everything else do we know? Do we know, like, again, knowing that it's going to be Braun Strowman against Goldberg, is everything else on the card something that we have at least some confidence in? Um... Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's start making some picks, shall we? Again, when we go to you, you're saying you're simply saying this is what they should do. This is what I think they'll do. All right. Everybody good with that? Yep. All I'm right. just going to start from the bottom, work my way up on Wikipedia here, and the 16th match list. 16 matches on this card. 16th <laughs> match listed is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. All right. So I don't know how we do this. Like Nash isn't really a guest necessarily. So we just put him in rotation, right? We'll, we'll just go. Yeah. Just go around. All right. So Nash, we'll let you go first on the first one and then me, then Aaron, then Brandon, and then we'll keep going in that rotation. All right. Uh, I'll probably, um, what I think they'll do is going to be Dolph Ziggler. They probably should do Otis just to carry it on. But I think Ziggler and Mandy Rose probably have more firepower than Otis right now. Um, this goes falls into the line of like one of these people is a singles performer and one of them yeah. isn't. So like I think they will, I think they should and they will have Dolph Ziggler win the match because 
like in the world where we have a normal WrestleMania and you want a great moment to get a pop and the crowd's all into it and you just say, hey, it's Dolph Ziggler, like he'll be fine tomorrow and he can go back to doing all the same things, then yeah, do that. But without the ability to get that, with there being no real benefit from having Otis win, I see no reason for that to be the case. So I'll say they, they should have Dolph win and they will have Dolph win. Yeah, and I think what you just kind of stick to this isn't the mania where feuds are going to end. I expect, you know, a few here and there to end. Probably the Edge-Randy Orton feud is going to end here. But overwhelmingly, I think all of these are going to go forward. So I, I think Otis ends up winning this feud eventually. But there is one more shoe to drop before that, and that's who sent the text. We're going to find out that Sonya has been, sab- you know, sabotaged. Well, they already uh, showed that. They showed her. They've hinted that they haven't. She said the plan is working to Dolph Ziggler and SmackDown. Right, but for all we know, there was yes. No, I I think they're going. There's no issue to drop that that says Sonya is explicitly involved here. I think that comes out at WrestleMania. Sonya helps Dolph win. Dolph should win. Dolph will win. I'm I'm going with Otis. I think I think. No, no, no. Again, who should win? Who will win? That's how we're doing this, Brandon. Right. I, you didn't let me finish. You interrupted me. You didn't. I think Otis should win. Otis will win. Okay. Um, I think that all of that is going to happen during the course of the match. And maybe, by the way, there's another SmackDown before WrestleMania, so we might get some progression there, too, with the Sonya thing. So I do think I think that'll kind of get ready. I don't think this is something that's going to linger through the summer. So I think that... Otis wins. All right, next match. It, sorry, is it true that this is Ziggler's first singles match in WrestleMania? Yes. yes. Well, That's wild. Was that? I mean, that tweet was just the most beautiful thing. That's fucking art. <laughs> That's so wild. That's such art, man. Oh. I mean, if you think about it going through, he was involved in, like, Money in the Bank or Intercontinental yeah. title ladder matches. He was involved in tag matches all the time. And otherwise, he's been in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Was it That's one of them? Was it him and Big E against the Shield or something? Or no, it was, the, it was him no. and Big. Yeah, hell no. That was yeah. yeah, yeah. And let's not forget, he has one of the best contracts of any singles performer in the company. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good for him, bro. I am. I'm yeah, happy for him. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, quick question, uh, Ben Nash, because I don't know uh, everybody's family like medical history is different, but obviously it's a topic that's coming up a lot right now. Um, mm-hmm. do quad injuries, did they end up being passed down through the family or like because of your <laughs> uncle Kevin's, your <laughs> uncle Kevin's issues you know, funny, to I with to, you? I used to tell people Kevin Nash was my uncle. That's like, really smart. That's like, what I would do. A hundred percent. When yeah. I was like in elementary yeah, and, school. And Steve, and Steve Nash, but like it didn't really work out because he's right, Canadian. Canadian. It didn't yeah. really make sense. Yeah, right. No, when I was like in elementary school, it didn't matter who was named Clark. Like Dick Clark was my grandfather. Like, Will Clark was my 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 uncle. I didn't, and I had such a common last name that I could be related to all of them. And this is, of course, yeah. the family internet. makes a very delicious candy bar. They do. It's incredible, yep. right? It's it's absolutely right. All right, uh, next match. We have the Kabuki Warriors defending the Women's Tag Team Championship. I'm pretty sure for the first time since December against uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. And the rumor about Oscar is not true. Apparently, she is competing. There, there was originally something that said she wasn't going to be there, but I I saw something that said that wasn't true. I, honest to God, have no idea what to say about this because, like, they like the the easy answer is they're not doing shit with the Kabuki Warriors, so why keep the belts on them? But like, they kept them on them this long, so uh, they should 
have Alexa and Nikki win. They're hot. And I'll say they will as well. I'll, I'll go both. I think that they should because clearly they're they like some, there's something in Oscar right now, and they they're yeah. starting to push her as that singles. So they should get these tag belts off of her, so the tag belts can be a factor. But I think they're going to say, "Oh, Oscar's something. We can use this to build the belts, and then never actually build the belts. And yeah. the next time we hear about them, will be maybe SummerSlam. So they should give it to Nikki and Alexa. I think they will give it to the Kabuki Warriors. I, I hear you, Brandon. Yeah, they should. I think they should give it to Nikki and Alexa. I think that they will because I think that we're getting a heel team that's going to come down the pike uh, that they want to feud with a face team. So I'm going to say, yeah, they should give them to Nikki and Alexa, and I think they will. Who do you think that is? Uh, The uh, Iconics, I think, are coming back. I mean, I, I thought they were. I just don't know that anybody's coming back anytime soon. Like, I mean, I don't Well, I, whenever, if there's something to do, then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Ben? I'm in the same boat. I'm going to say should and will, Alexa and Nikki Cross. All right. Next match? Sami Zayn defending the Intercontinental title against Daniel Bryan. Oh, I'm first. Yes, you are. Man, this is tough. Um... I think that Sami Zayn should hold on to it. I think that there's something there that they can really explore, really uh, dig into with Sami Zayn as this leader with a title of this heel faction. They can get a lot out of it. I think that they could have a lot of fun with him. Um, Dan and Brian can eventually beat him down the line a little bit, but this is one of those things I don't think has to end here. Um, I think... They will give it to Daniel Bryan because he's Daniel Bryan. All right. I feel very strongly about this one. I think they should. Sami Zayn should win this match. I think, and if it were, if it were me, I'd turn Gulak and put him with the Artist Collective or whatever they're calling them now. And you could <clears throat> that that could be a great thing for for a long time. I'm afraid that. I'm afraid they do the safe thing and put the belt on Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> but um, I think it should be Sammy. I, I, I'm just afraid. I, I think they're going to put it on Daniel Bryan, though. Nash? Um, I'm guessing they should put it on Daniel Bryan, but I think Sammy Zayn, they're going to keep it on Sammy Zayn. I think uh, I don't know, he's, he's got some good matches. I think they'll carry that on for a while. So Why do you I, think they should put it on Daniel Bryan? Just out of curiosity, he's—I mean, he's a face. I feel like, on, especially on like Fox and whatnot. I mean, he's—he's he's a huge face for them right now. Fair. Especially if, if uh, Reigns is going to be out for a while, like. Oh, especially if Goldberg has to hold the title for longer. Right, and clearly oh man! Be, so now you need Daniel Bryan to be to, to take the Intercontinental title to the main event of SmackDown. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on Reigns, really. I mean, it's especially if you're obviously the product right now on SmackDown is tough to watch because there's nothing really going on. So if you have somebody who can just yell yes, yes, yes in the ring for a while, somebody people will watch that, I guess. <laughs> well, to be fair, he's also the only one doing anything interesting he, on SmackDown. Yeah, right? and he's a phenomenal worker. So if you and he's working with artists collective who are all right, they're all great. Yeah, great this is everything workers. we've wanted. Right. <laughs> These five guys all together. I think, 
I, I would actually argue that it's almost like I'm saying the same thing, but I'm going to flip-flop it. I think they should have Daniel Bryan win it for those reasons. Like, for those reasons, yeah. I think they should have Daniel Bryan win. Um, I think they will... I would think they will stick it out with Sammy because I think they can keep it going without putting the belt on Daniel Bryan. I think they can keep this interaction going because... You know, look, it's going to be harder to have Smazzy finishes because we don't know how much they're willing to let other people get involved with matches right now. Like, it's just a weird world that we're living in. Well, those other guys are definitely going to be out there, right? Right. Although Cesaro's not on the show, but Shinsuke will be out there. Um, I, I think they will keep the belt on Sami Zayn. I, look, at some point, faces are just because there's no there's nobody in the crowd doesn't mean that there won't be faces who win matches, right? Like I know that there are going to be faces that win matches during the course of WrestleMania, but I just you have to recalibrate what you're trying to accomplish with these turns or with these you know uh, title changes. And I don't know why it would matter that Daniel Bryan would have the belt per se, even if you accept that, like, hey. You need something significant happening on SmackDown. Well, Daniel Bryan kind of chasing the belt, getting screwed, and continuing to chase the belt might be something that can help you in filling that void. Now, you know. Particularly if we're looking at this as what it is now, and they're looking at SummerSlam as, like, the moment catcher now, you know? Uh, Yeah, sure. That's what they're building to. Now everything recalibrates and you move towards SummerSlam, right? Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with they. They will have uh, Sami Zayn hold on to it. They should have Daniel Bryan uh, win the belt, but they will have Sami Zayn hold on to it. All right, next on the list, Edge versus Randy Orton. That's you, Brandon. Is this me? Yes, it's you. I mean, Edge has to win. I mean, it, it, he has to, and he he will. Uh, he should. He will. I should say should. Um. I, I don't see that. I don't know how else you can do this. I mean, if they if this was like if they didn't build the feud the way they did, you could think there'd be another match. But they built this in a way that makes you think this is the end of this. So I'm going Edge, and, and he should and will win. Nash, uh, this is easy for me. You guys know this. Yeah. Should and will is going to be Edge. Yeah, and his promos, his promos have just been so fucking good, man. It's it's awesome. They're, this whole storyline's been awesome, even though uh, been, Randy Orton's been great. Yeah, Randy Orton's been great. Like, even though it's been derailed, and it's probably probably would be better with the crowd, but man, it's been so good. Uh, is no, I, I don't even know if that's true that it would be better with the crowd because one of the things yeah, that it, particularly Edge has done is worked that single camera so well. Yeah, I mean, you can just tell he's just. I mean, he's just brain to be on a camera like it's it's crazy um look the answer is yes that they should and will have edge win now there's a couple things here again clearly part of this was building towards a moment and so you do have to think about whether or not in their minds they just say the hell with it let's do this like the question becomes with a lot of these matches is there especially when somebody like edge who we're assuming is only going to wrestle a couple matches during the course of the year is there some part of them that says, why not just do it again at SummerSlam? Like, why not? It's so good. But it's a last man standing match. Have them both lo- uh, double double count out. That would be an option. That would be an option. That's <laughs> no, true. And now if they do that, then okay. But um, I don't think Randy yeah, Orton you, you, can win. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have Randy win, but you would have yeah. it right. literally move on. Right. And so I just yeah. I keep coming back to that. But ultimately, I think you just sort of have to accept that this is what it is. As I said, sometimes some faces are going to have to win despite there being no crowd, and this is a logical place for that and to 
to have told this part of whatever Edge's comeback story is and then figure out whatever the next part of it is. So, um, yeah, I will, I will too, say couldn't sh- or shouldn't will have Edge win. Uh, yeah, Edge should win, Edge will win. And I just want to say the, uh, the Edge using the line about Randy Orton needing a stable to start his career was really funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. <laughs> what? What? Also, what if we? Uh, what if we get our Edge versus, or sorry, Spear versus Spear versus Spear triple threat match at SummerSlam? Oh, no, I'm, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next, Elias versus King Corbin. This is back to you, Ben. <laughs> um. Uh. I don't even know. Should and will? I'm guessing it's going to be Corbin, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat. Should and will with Corbin. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see Elias get a win. Yeah. Has he like? Has he ever really got? Yeah. Has he ever gotten a win of note? Not as a face. Not really. Not even really as Cena. But that was on a random SmackDown in a random match, like right. I'm no, no like pay per view. He has no big pay per view wins, though. No. So I'd like, I'd really like to make the argument that Elias should get a win here because <laughs> at some point, what are we doing? Um, but I do think they might have, if not big plans for Corbin, at least significant plans for Corbin for the summer. So I'll go with Corbin. Should end well. See, I think Elias should win this. I think Corbin will. Um, but keep in mind, there's always the, like, Rob Gronkowski pulls his shorts down type ending for this match. I mean, this totally could be your comic relief, one of your comic relief moments of the, of the show. Um, so I think whenever it's that kind of thing, it could really go any way, uh, you know, uh, considering Gronk has been involved with this a little bit. So I think, but I think... I agree with Aaron. Like Elias needs to win matches. Like I, I, I don't. I mean, I know that we always talk about this with our truth, where he doesn't really need to win matches because he's great all the time, and it doesn't matter. Um, I think Elias. I, I I do think he could be something more than that, and I and I think that he needs to win a match. And I think King Corbin is the perfect spoil, but I do think he's going to win. So I say should Elias will Corbin. Um, by the way, I, I'm not telling you that I don't feel that Elias could be. I just don't think we've seen anything that would suggest to me that they feel that way yet, yeah. unfortunately. So I, I'm with you. And though the bigger to me, thing to me right now is if they want it, Corbin has played a role of being a top-ish heel for them. And in order for that to continue, for him to be the guy that can slide in to be the heel they need when they need a heel, he does have to do something. Like, he does have to win... You know, every now and then, and I know that he won. He's won a ton of. He beat Roman Reigns like five times. I know he won a case, but he did it in in super shitty ways. Like at some point, he needs to do something where he just wins a match. Um, Did beat Kurt Angle last year at WrestleMania, and and he took that for ran with it for six seven months. Correct. Yeah. Like I think that there's value in that when that type of thing happens. So um, being able to say, I mean, hold on, if he wins this. Is he going to be undefeated at Oh, no, he lost to Dean Ambrose. I think he lost to Dean Ambrose on that pre-show the one time. But he could he could say on the main show, I'm undefeated. because yeah, he won the, the Andre Battle Royal, right? And yeah. is that but, all of his matches? No, he, he lost on a pre-show to Dean Ambrose for the IC title in Orlando. Well, I mean, other uh, than that. I, 
I don't think he was on New Orleans. In, he was probably, no, he's in the Andre, but that was, again, on the pre-show in New Orleans. And then, yeah, last year. So, yeah. All right, next. Uh, next, we have Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, this is me, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this goes into the like, oh, but they, I try to think of the wording they used for this on Monday night that was really funny to me. It was like, uh, he, who is it? It's, it's Saxton and Phillips, right? And Phillips yeah. like, says to Saxton, well, this is uh, certainly a matchup of, and I, all I want to do is finish the sentence and say, two random ass fucking people. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was something like, these are certainly two of the most, and I was like, random? Random? Or these are certainly two? Uh, hey, Byron, these are certainly two of the guys on the roster. Like, These are two WWE superstars. Like, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it was finished. And I think maybe it was... Like he turned and said, "Byron, these are certainly two of the most dominant performers." And I was like, "What? What? what? Like, what? Really? Are they? Like, I guess because right now, Alistair Black is just crushing, you know, enhancement talent. Maybe you could make that argument. Um, yeah, this goes into like the I don't even know how you answer this question of what they should do because you tell me what they should do with this. Um, I guess I would say that." Right now, there's more to be gained with Aleister Black than there is, so they should have Aleister Black win. What they will do, who the fuck knows? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say that they, because it's what they should do, I'll say it's what they will do, but, I mean, my God. What what do you do with this? So, yeah. Guys, Alistair is this Black, me? No, it's, it's no, Aaron. No, it's me. Uh, yeah, it, it should be Aleister Black because there is a lot more. This is... Honestly, this feels like one of those matches that they figure out, like, all right, who has the faces, who's the, do we have more faces or heels winning? What do we need to balance out the card? So, um, I'm going to say Alistair as well. Guys. What? I'm so worried about this match. (laughs) Why? What are you worried about? (laughs) What can go, wait, what? I don't think this show, this match is going to ruin the show. What are you invested in in this match? What what at have, all are you invested, I'm invested in? I am invested in Alistair Black I... as a guy for the future. I am very concerned because there's no conversation here. He should win this match. I am very worried because they really like Bobby Lashley, and I think somewhere someone still wants to see him fight Brock Lesnar at some point. And I'm very concerned that this is going to turn into what they did to Ricochet um, with Aleister Black if he loses this match. Uh, I think it's a sign if he loses this match. And and I'm very concerned. I'm going to say Aleister Black should absolutely no argument win. Bobby Lashley, I'm very concerned that he's going to win this match. I mean, they and they kept I think Alistair Black in a, in, a, in a closet for eight months. So I'm yeah, just I don't like, know, man. But <laughs> they were protecting him. Not... You saw how they protected him with the AJ Styles stuff. Like any other guy, AJ Styles would just beat him. They've, they've protected I mean? him in the past two months, but it's one of those things they where it's just like... They protected him this entire time. He's never lost. Him being, him being in the closet was not them protecting him. It was them forgetting about no, him. I think it, no, I think they were protecting him because somebody kept them from putting him out there and being overexposed like they did with Ricochet. I, I disagree. So I, I think it's that Vince McMahon just doesn't like these people. I don't I just think yeah. that we I, like No, I, I think he likes this guy. I, I do. I, I think he in, likes in him. In comparison to what? He's been overly I think someone protected. I think someone likes him. I don't yeah. know that it's Vince. I, well, yeah, I think I it's know. very clear that I mean all the rumors were it was a coin flip between him and Drew McIntyre in the Royal and, Rumble. And bec- because 
Vince wanted right. Drew and Paul Heyman. Everyone else wanted, wanted no. Yeah, Paul Heyman specifically wanted Aleister Black. Right, but I'm just saying he was this close to facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So I mean, this but guy has been protected on purpose. You say um, again. You're, you're, there's so many things that you're saying there. You're basing this on this notion that they were building towards that. They weren't. Every report. No, 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 no. No, was, no one said building on the show. I'm saying no, 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 behind like, the scenes they, rumors were. No, the rumors were they not didn't that build they were, Drew McIntyre either. That's, but my point <laughs> is they they hadn't. Nobody was making any plans six months ago based on their thought that hey, let's try to protect this guy. We might have him win the Royal Rumble. The word is they didn't even think about that at that point. So the two things are unrelated. Like they weren't keeping him in the closet because they were thinking about him winning the Royal Rumble. That conversation. No, I think they were keeping him in the closet because they didn't know what to do with him. Right. And, that's, and, yes. And that's our point. So they're not protecting him. Yeah. Well, it is because the alternative is you throw him on the show in meaningless shit like they've done with every other guy. As opposed to not having him on the show? I, you're really painting I mean, one as being better than the other. They teased him. There were times where he would go four or five weeks without even being mentioned. He wasn't in the closet doing his no, promo? No, no. There were there was a stretch in like July or August where he just was not there. I'm just saying, sometimes when they keep people off TV, it's not because it's 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 in a protective fashion. Or, or the, between them and the talent, they're saying, okay, let's... There's nothing to do, so let's not do anything. But, you, but you know? you're, you're spinning in the face of everything we know about this situation, which is that like literally the only reason he was on the main roster is because one day Vince McMahon just said, ah, ratings suck last week, give me some guys. Like His presence on the main roster had nothing to do with anybody at the top thinking he was the future or that he has anything to do with being the future. Paul Heyman really likes him. And so I do think that like in Paul Heyman's eyes, he would be a star. I don't think that's translated to anything that we've seen in any way that we've used Rickish, or uh, sorry, Alistair Black, that there is the thought from the one person that actually matters in this conversation that Alistair Black is really a star. Now, could he be? Maybe. I do not feel as strongly about Alistair Black as some people do. You, uh, clearly our buddy Steve Miggs, I do not feel as strongly. I like Alistair Black, but not more so than other guys. I think he's as talented, as good as some other guys are. He has a cool look and a very cool entrance, and that's a good thing. I don't think he's that much better than a handful of other guys they have on the roster. I don't think we've seen anything that suggests tangibly. Like the notion that you're saying that because of what they were doing, that was them protecting him. I, I, we've got nothing that backs that up. Well, um, the AJ Styles stuff we do have that backs that up. Sure, I think that. Well, here's the thing. I think they, they like were him, very I, protective of him through through that. What is a what does a loss to Lashley do to Aleister Black? That's the other question. Well, here if they were going to let him lose to AJ Styles, why would they let him lose to Bobby then, Lashley? Well, then why are you? Other worried? than the answer being saying saying that Vince says Bobby Lashley wins. But That's, I guess here's here's like, <laughs> like tangibly, let's say Bobby Lashley wins. Does that destroy Aleister Black? I mean, what happened when Asuka lost at WrestleMania? Asuka could have won that, like... It Asuka destroyed her that, for a year. Well, Asuka losing... Well, she also was then losing to Carmella almost cleanly after that. Correct. So, no, that was the problem that she lost her. to Carmella, but not that she why, lost because to they had, no, they had no reason to continue to make her strong because the thing that everybody cared about, which was the undefeated streak, they're like, okay, well, that's over now, so... But I don't think wanna... anyone cares about Alistair being undefeated. I think they care about him because he's cool. I mean, I've never got the sense that that's what would matter. I mean, I think it's like, I honestly got I think he looks, I think it makes him not look as strong if he just starts losing to people. I'm not talking about losing to people. I'm talking about losing a match here. Well, he's lost a match. It's just the okay, three guys then, beat the shit then out why of do him. We, then why do we care about him losing a match? I, I care about him losing to Bobby Lashley. I, I don't think he should, but I don't think it's devastating to him. 
I don't think he's. Okay. I don't think he's winning the title. And, and in I don't part, think there's a, a world where he's winning the title next month, and this derails him. And and that's also in part because I I don't know that any of this matters. Like, there's no story. Yeah, if, I was about to say the same thing. Right. Like, like if this, I feel like all these storylines are going to be wiped out. Right. As well, soon as this well, is over. well, we might not even have Raw for a month after this is over. Well, so, I mean, they're saying yeah. they're, they're going to keep fair. going, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, well, the, they might not have a choice. Well, I understand. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that would work. I really don't. I think it's well, easy. well, no, no, no. Did you see that the, the whole reason they did all these tapings is because they were being complicit with the shutdown orders? Right, I understand that, but I don't know that they're not going to have the pat. Have you ever been to Florida? It's literally their their most most common export. They haven't even <laughs> shut the down is, the beaches right. yet. Their most significant export. No, they did. They did shut down the beaches. Only in some counties. Yeah. There are other they, counties. hundred percent. The most the most significant export in Florida is fraud. It's not a joke. It's fraud. <laughs> Did you watch the A-Rod documentary? Like, it is the most fucked up place on the planet. And if you have money, you have the ability to have laws that are different than everybody else because Florida is that fucked up. So it will not surprise me at all if the common language is, we don't want you doing this, but you're the WWE, so you get to keep doing this. Well, well plus it was telling that they knew about the order before everybody else. I mean, 100%. <laughs> but I also do think that the decision that was made had way more to do with their actual concerns about more wrestlers getting the fucking coronavirus than it did with any of these protective well, orders. It was just very convenient that their tapings ended the day before the shutdown and that Raw is scheduled to convene I, the day after the shutdown. I don't know that they actually stopped either. I'm just telling you. I don't think that that's actually the case. I think that okay. they they did a lot of stuff and then went back and did more stuff because there's it's fucking the I've never there's nothing like you have to I, by the way I literally had to do an entire story about um, a particular investigator in Florida who had to drain like drain it down into me it's it's not just like hey there are rules in certain places everybody knows they can break them it's everyone knows who can get away with what in Florida it is so common they don't even try to hide from it and like they don't um, every tanning salon, like that, that Robert Kraft story, right? The only right. reason that ever came out is because somebody else did something. They would never have busted that tanning salon over this. That, like, would shake the core of the industry that is Florida and the way that they make their money is if you were just out there busting random hand job tanning salons because it's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Anyway, anyway, uh, Nash, I don't know how we got we did all this for Alistair Black, Bobby Lashley. It's wild. It's yeah. amazing it's how long wild. we just did that. Right, we got to take a break. I'm just no. going to make, I'm just going to make it simple. Shouldn't will after Black. All right. Very good. We can move on. Um, uh, yeah, you know what? No fuck breaks this week. Just go like, we, yeah, let's, let's just go. go. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, uh, we have, speaking of random matches, um, we have the street profits against Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Former jobbing out show guest, Austin Theory. <laughs> and that's one of his career highlights. No, it's not. No, stop, I like Austin Theory. Stop. Stop. Uh, <laughs> but, Aaron, it, it's um, you. He, he did literally lose to Tyler Breeze randomly on NXT before this. It's weird. Yeah. Is, is it me? I think it's yes, me. Yes, it's you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because this is so random, like, they're not putting the belts on Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Um, street profits should. Street profits will. Yeah, I refuse to talk about this. Street profits should. Street profits will. Yeah, there's there's no way. Yeah, same as that. <laughs> yeah, this can be a clean sweep across the board. Although, 
I mean, in the world where we, nothing matters, in the world where all of this can be ripped up in a moment's notice and we just have to accept the world that we're living in, nothing will surprise me. That's all I'm going to say about this. Yeah, I agree with you. Do, uh, all do, of do you. we want to have a conversation about should anybody be there besides Austin Theory to make this more interesting or just keep moving on? No, it's what it is. Like, wh- what, what Wait, do you- what do you mean? I mean, they had literally everyone on the roster to pick from. You're saying that. I don't really know if that's true. I don't know. Well, okay, let's, let's work under the assumption. We have no reason to believe otherwise that they had lots of people who could have done this. Other than we hear that lots of people don't want to work. Yeah, that's And, a and part- if this is a meaningless match, a lot of people probably couldn't be talked into it. I feel like um, he was getting a little bit of a push before everything well, the, I mean, the, and the word go. on this specifically is that, again, Paul Heyman really loves Austin, Austin Theory. Theory lost to Tyler Breeze. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I, I hear you. I mean, he's kind of getting a push in that he's on TV, but he's not really winning anything. Right. Um, what I would I would say twofold on this. I would say, one, part of the problem is, like, the, the typical argument you make, there's no WrestleMania bonuses, according to multiple reports this year. So being on the WrestleMania card is is what at this Relatively point? Relatively meaningless. Right. Um, we are to understand that this is not a case of like everybody just being shipped over to the performance center. Like you were only called on to work if you were there, um, or if you were supposed to be on the card. So I don't know that they had the entire roster to work with. I don't know that they didn't have like four options of people who happened to be in Orlando in that moment and could get somewhere quickly in order so it's to like all the people who live here. Here's our choices. I mean, it should be our truth because everything should be our truth. Well, whenever I mean, you have a chance to fill a spot, I'm in favor of our <laughs> truth, and I assume that we're going to have our truth involved in WrestleMania because I assume that the 24/7 belt will be involved in a two-day WrestleMania. But sure, I mean, if if you wanted to say I'd rather have it be our truth, I guess. But like, do you really? Do you really want to inject our truth into this? No. Like, I don't want him facing the street profits. Like, <laughs> you know, that's a terrible. You know what idea. the most incredible thing of this whole selection is what <laughs> it's that they didn't pick a latin guy oh well i was gonna say uh the former because king Cuerno has been the, the former king Cuerno has been chilling in developmental i was half expecting it to be oh happy. i wouldn't have been stunned at all if that was what they had done that wouldn't up until now that was what they would do of course I, and that also maybe speaks to them not really having the option of everyone that they literally only had the choice of four people and it's possible that vince mcmahon said Oh, who's the? No, right, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. It's no, it's a bad <laughs> idea. All right. Um, are we good? Did we get through everybody? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Next I match. So, yeah. Next match. Uh, we will skip the tag team ladder match because we have no idea how it's formed. Unless you want to just pick the winner of it. Nah, we, don't, we, don't, of the- we don't know what it All is. Right. Stop. All right. So we'll, we'll go to Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Brandon, that's you. Oh my God. Um. This goes back to everything we were saying about, well, what's, what does this mean? What does this show mean now? Like, what is this something to get us to the next thing, or are we really blowing things off? I, there's no way they can blow this, this one off. To me, this is a, something that continues, so I think they should and will have Seth Rollins win this match. Uh, that believe, uh, Nash? Um, I... I pretty much agree with Brandon. Um, part of me leans towards uh, should have Kevin Owens win just because there's no title really involved, but um, I'll probably say should and will Rollins. I would say should have Owens. Like That's how this story should have played out, but there's a lot of things they should have been doing with Kevin Owens for the last six months that they haven't been doing. 
Um, but yeah, I think that Kevin Owens should. I think that Seth Rollins will. And I. By the way, if this was a real WrestleMania, I would not have picked it that way. Right. I think. I, 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 if this was real WrestleMania, I would have picked Owens. Right. Um, and that's it's sort of why I'm saying should. But again, I, like should is a unique. Everything is in unique context given what we're dealing with, right? Like we don't know what should even means. Um, but no, I'll go with uh, Seth Rollins will win as well. I keep uh, forgetting we don't have any bets on this, so it doesn't really matter. No, who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah. none, none of this matters. But none, none of it yeah. matters. I, I, the, nothing that Aaron, we... are they still taking bets on WrestleMania, by the yes, way? Yes, they are. Even though it's taped. Which is weird and interesting. So if, if you knew the right people, you, there, you there, might be able there to make haven't a lot really of money. Been, there haven't really been shifts, so they have been... There aren't any real leaks at all, because normally you'll see a leak and there will be big shifts. Haven't really seen that for WrestleMania yet, so that's interesting. Um, I'm actually going to go the opposite of Glenn here. I think that Seth Rollins should win this because of everything we talked about last week, how, you know, they are, there's a lot going on with Seth Rollins and, it, you know, he's been really, really, he's stepped up his game in the past few weeks in particular, that yeah. I think there's a lot they could do that I think really would. In this case, I think it really would hurt him to take a loss with the character that he's portraying. I he can agree. go into, you know, the delusional guy, but at some point, you know, delusional guy's not interesting. Delusional guy who wins, whether it's winning fairly or winning because right. he has backup, is interesting. I think that the way they've been setting this up, though, if this was a traditional mania, I'd have no problem thinking this at all. But the way they've been setting up is Seth Rollins gets so delusional, he's been calling himself a god. No one wins after they call themselves a god. Um, so Kevin Owens is going to win this. All right. But I think Seth Rollins. Alright, very good. Next. Next. Next, we have The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, oh, or I should say Mark Calloway versus Alan Jones in a Boneyard match. Whatever. whatever Alan Jones. Fuck, whatever the fuck that is. Should I say Alan Jones? Uh, uh, Nash, you're first. Um, I think this, they'll probably carry this out. So, so uh, I don't know. You think they'll have SummerSlam? You think they'll go that far with it? I sure as fuck hope not. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. That's that's where all the Undertaker's matches are going to end. Um, I'm going to go should and will AJ Styles. I mean, should should definitely should AJ Styles. Yeah. Will, yeah. Will, that's very. Ah, uh, I, I, I hate that I'm saying these words. I think they're gonna ha- like I, they, they. Uh, what are you doing? Why do this? Like, the, if the answer is because you're gonna have AJ Styles retire the Undertaker, then like, okay, I'll listen. But there's no nope. world in which we think that's occurring. So there's no world in which I think they're going to have Undertaker lose the match. So. Should 100% AJ Styles will The Undertaker. Uh, I'm with you. AJ Styles should not lose this match, but again, should not be having this match, and should not be having this match in a Boneyard match with all of these stupid promos. <laughs> like, I keep coming <laughs> back to that. This is the most insane build to a WrestleMania match, maybe ever, in most just baffling ways. I don't even know, like, the promos themselves in Bubbles are actually pretty good. They just don't fit together at all. Um... And, yeah, I mean, look, at some point, if you're bringing, keep bringing back Undertaker, Undertaker has to do anything, do something. He hasn't really done much lately. He's been losing a lot. He beat Goldberg, but even in these Saudi ma- matches, he's been losing a lot. He's been losing at WrestleMania. He hasn't really done anything. He wasn't even at WrestleMania last year. So, for he them... He lost once at WrestleMania, right? Twice. What, who was the other one? 
Oh, right. Reigns. Right, 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 right. And then it's like that Cena one wasn't even, you know, it was a, it was that squash match, but like they wouldn't make it a real match before. It was very strange the way they did that match back in New Orleans, don't forget. You mean when Undertaker uh, beat up a fan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they don't seem to want to not have Undertaker around, so Undertaker's going to win this one. Uh, do you feel like the WWE is going to do something cool with this, though, visually? Like, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think this, like, this year specifically, like, their production teams will shine. Like, they've had time to do some cool shit with this. As yeah, I said, we'll they, should film it, they should film it like a movie. This we should not be a wrestling a later match. match. But, yeah. so, I, I obviously, I, I agree with you guys. AJ Styles should win this. Undertaker's winning. And I'll go as far to say there is a slight possibility that because of the production of whatever they do, that maybe he loses because of some crazy shit. But I do think Undertaker's winning. I think AJ should. And I I think that this one and another match we're going to talk about need to toe the line between um, insane and, you know, entertaining because I, I what I don't want I don't want to see like Gallows and Anderson hitting him over the head with tombstones and shit like that. Like I hope that's not like the way this is going. Um, and and the, to touch to Aaron on what Aaron said about the promos, like the promos leading up to this leads me to believe that this these should be guys with like beer bottles in an alley or something. You know what I mean? It should like, be a parking lot brawl, a street right, fight. Right. <laughs> like. It's like two two guys with a southern drawl being like, "Talk about my wife." Yeah, bitch. walking outside of a bar, right? Yeah, sure. They got into like, a, they got into a fight that started by shooting pool, right? It, and that's what Undertaker looked like too. And during that promo, like some it's dude insane. that was shooting pool at a bar, it's the most insane finish that they could have done. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, long story short, AJ should win. Undertaker's winning. Who do you think the unholy trinity is? What Undertaker? Undertaker in his promo said, "You bring Gals and Anderson. I will have you know." Oh no! Did he unholy? Tr- I, I yes. totally missed that. Oh god! Yeah. Damn it! And wait, 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 Ooh, wait, wait! God. You guys, wait! I just thought of something. What if, because of the way they can shoot this, they could have like three different Undertakers? Oh, different eras Undertaker. Yeah, quite Undertaker. You have Purple Undertaker, and you have this Undertaker. What if you had like Dead Man Undertaker? Biker Undertaker and like whatever a third version of the Undertaker is. Or no, no I guess you, it would be like this Mark Undertaker. And then yeah, those. you you have modern Dead Man and you have old Dead Man. And then Biker guy, and he just I runs his that. ass over with a motorcycle. Yeah. I think there'd I be a, I think that. there'd be a lot of people that'd be really into that. I don't think I should be talking about it. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I mean, I'll take that over a regular match. Yeah. Fine, I'll take that. Fine, do it. I don't. And I if he not. and if he kills him with a motorcycle at the end, I will come on and say it's the greatest match in WrestleMania he dies, history. He dies. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, everybody get their picks in. Are we good? Next. Uh, the Fatal Five Way for the SmackDown Women's Title: Bailey, Lacey, Naomi, Sasha, Tamina. <sighs> Obviously, Tamina's winning. This is this oh, is boy. this is me, right? Um. I mean. Should is Sasha, right? Like I think we're all in agreement with that. Like, should, why would you do it this way if you weren't doing it for the sake of having Sasha win? Um, I just don't have any juice for that right now, right? Like at the moment, and again, part of this is the problem with everything. I'm not suddenly really interested in 
the Sasha Bailey story because Sasha wins this match. I'll still say they do it, though. I still say shouldn't will Sasha. Here's why I'm going to disagree, and part of this is going to be using the possibly flawed logic that SummerSlam is going to happen fairly normally. So I'm using that logic right now when I go into this. Uh, Because of what you said, because they just threw Sasha into this, and I think there is potential in a long build there, where Sasha gets thrown into it, we get the teasers here, and then for the next few months, we actually get the alright, will she, won't she type thing. Uh, I think that there's a lot of value into holding off on pulling that trigger. So I'm going to say Bailey should win, but Sasha will win. Again, we're all working under the assumption that if they were to do that, that would be ma- making Sasha the face. Yes. Right. right. So Bailey should and will win, and here's why. So Bailey should win, Bailey will win. Um, Sasha is going to almost win. Bailey's going to throw her off the ladder. Bailey wins, feud begins. But that's not the, the problem I have with it is that's is not it, a, wait, wait, is this a ladder match? This isn't a ladder match, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I, I think it's an elimination. Yeah, but is is it a is it a gauntlet match or is it everybody in the match at the same time? I think time? it's I think it's everybody in the match, but it's a, it's not one fall. It's elimination. Oh, so it's an elimination. Okay, so same same thing. Bailey ends up winning, but she causes Sasha to lose. I mean, like, and and that's it. Might very well be what they do. My problem with that, like, you should have never done the match this way. That's not heelish in this context. In this context, if you're the champion... Well, it depends on how they do it, right? Like, if she pretends like she's teaming up with her and then stabs her in the back or something. I mean, I guess, but it's a dumb thing to pretend to team up with somebody in a match like this, right? Like, I, you... I'm not even looking at the face heel. Like, I don't think... But haven't the, they done the that Sasha the Rumble? Should... They've done I, that I don't the think Rumble the Sasha before. thing should happen soon. Again, on a normal time scale here. I don't think the Sasha official turn should happen until... I don't disagree that you shouldn't attempt a turn like this without having a crowd. Like that, I, I think that's the real tricky part. I think that you, you can tell us that you're making somebody a face, but we know how this really works. The crowds decide when somebody's a face or not. Um, right. And I think it's really tricky in that context. And again, this goes back to what you're saying, Brandon. I think it's really tricky to try to draw a fine line, right? Like if Bailey comes out next week and says, you know, the, or the following week and says, yeah, I, I threw you out of the match because I wanted to win. Like, it does that make her like a? I, she's already a, a heel. What about what about this? Is there a way that what if what if we take a left turn? What if something bet- accidental between them happens that causes like Lacey Evans to win? Yeah, or sure. something like right, that. something like that. And and, and yeah. you plant the seeds; it doesn't immediately necessarily right. happen. Right. Unless right. Unless and then want, somebody unless, could beat Lacey unless Evans you on want it, Yeah, unless you want to do the Sasha accidentally screws up Bailey, Bailey gets pinned, and then Bailey grabs a chair and starts wailing on Sasha to get her eliminated. Yes, too. that would go a long way into clearly proving who's the face and who's the heel. <laughs> that would go yeah. a long way yeah. in that context. All right, Brandon. I think oh, I sorry. said no, Bailey, but yeah, I, yeah, after yeah, all yeah. that, yeah, you did. <laughs> I think. Man, I, I, since this is so unofficial, I'm going to give you sort of a weird answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say anyone other than Bailey and Sasha should win, um, but I think that Bailey is winning. Tamina, I'd be, I actually would, dude, kind I'm of excited. I actually yeah. would kind of pop for that. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, like, not really because like I think she should win, just because like, hey, why yeah, the fuck cool not? It's different, right? <laughs> Nash, when Bailey, when Bailey asked, what was it like? Last week, when she was like, "Does Tamina even work here anymore?" I was like, "Yeah, does she?" I mean, it's, <laughs> and then she came no, out. I mean, it was kind of great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. 
Uh, I'm going to say uh, should uh, Sasha, uh, will Bailey, but I wouldn't be shocked if they do something with like Lacey Evans. Yeah. All right. Uh, next. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match. That's, All right, guys. That's you first, Aaron. Wait, wait, oh. wait. Before we pick it, I just want to say I have a lot invested in this. Uh, this needs to be the show stealer match. Like, they need this is the one that they can literally do anything with. So, I have high hopes. Yeah, of course, the last time we did, they, they can do anything with it with Bray Wyatt was. <laughs> I mean, pick the Randy Orton party. thing. Yeah, or the Randy Orton thing. But so. listen, the first part of that was great. Wasn't that the one where they were like in they're, they're in the they're in the weird mansion and then he yeah. got out the house and the lights turned red. That yeah, was the I, big climax was the lights turning red. But I liked I liked the house part. Yes, like that, the, the house part was decent. Yes. And, and the best part was him getting in the limo in his gear. I mean that was I want like epic B movie horror shit. Yes. This this should be basically everything the Hardys were doing to the nth degree. In the Hardy compound, this should be ridiculous. This should be B-movie. Everything should happen. And it should be The Fiend winning. There should be no reason that The Fiend loses. I'm going to say The Fiend will win, but God am I not confident on that. Well, I'm going to say something that I want someone else to say. and But I'm just going to say, I think The Fiend should win. The Fiend will win. John Cena's not coming back. Um, I, I have faith this time, finally, that they'll do the right thing, because I don't see... It, even when we said before that, hey, we think they'll do the right thing, we think he'll, he'll eat Goldberg, at, you know, whatever, there was still a reason not to, right? Like, there was still... Okay, but also, this is valuable, too. I don't see the value in John Cena winning this match, so I'm just going to say, Fiend should, Fiend will. Ben? What's... Uh, I guess, what's the value of the Fiend winning this, anyways? He's got to get like, something that, back from this awful, terrible him? fucking loss that he had. If but the if Fiend, loses, well, it's not so much. If he loses twice, doesn't that make it even more interesting? No. If the Fiend loses in his own match, he's done. He's dead. Yeah. If he loses, yeah. he's dead. Yeah, I mean, should Will and Will is going to be the Fiend, but I just, I think it would be kind of interesting if he does lose, like how they t- make him go even crazier. Does that make sense? If they I do that, yes. P- potentially. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, if, I, I don't have faith in that. I have more faith in no. in the them being able to tell a better story with him beating John Cena than... Plus, like, I think that you lose a lot of faith with, you know, the fans. If, if you know, you put teeth in this guy and we're already yanking him out. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like... I think people were already so frustrated with how good Bray Wyatt was before and how they didn't know what they had and they sort of uh, took it for granted and and it it spiraled to the point where we would come on this show and be like, yep, Bray Wyatt cut a promo and said a bunch of shit and who cares, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the reason why I think he needs to win. Yeah. Um... Look, I got a question, guys. Uh, <laughs> yes. Here we go. Um, is uh, is is John John Cena? Is he in this match? He he is. Oh, okay. That's I can't see him, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
That would be great. They better play into that, by the way. Yeah, somehow. Just have John Cena go full invisible um, man in the middle of look, the funhouse. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I mean, look. I, you know, I should just do it for the sake of the bit, since there's nothing at stake here. But, um, you know, Bray Wyatt should win the match, and Bray Wyatt will win the match. There is no point to doing this. I, I mean, is there some? Is there something to be said for you are still planning on having John Cena break the record and? Oh fuck! Like you, you want to? He's never fought Goldberg, has he? SummerSlam is in Boston. Um, like, is there something said for that? Yes. But do you have to have him beat Bray Wyatt even in order to do that? Or do you just get to say in two months, no, he's John Cena. We'll figure out a way to do it. Look, he magically showed up for Money in the Bank or something. You know, like. He doesn't even need to. He's John Cena. He gets a title match. They've and, proven that. Yeah. So uh, there is that small part of me that thinks that's still playing around is that they still are trying to figure out exactly how they're going to go about having him break Ric Flair's record. Um, there's a small we all, and we all assume Reigns was winning the match, but we don't really know. Um, if no, they were gonna, if, no. if they wanted to do Cena Goldberg, right? Um, there's a million things that have, that have sort of run through my mind, but I will ultimately come back to the biggest thing right now is you, unless you've just decided, and again, let's run nothing. Let's put nothing past the man in charge. If Vince right. McMahon has just decided, don't give a shit. Don't care about Bray Wyatt. Don't care about the Fiend character. He doesn't do it for me. He's not six foot eight and chiseled, and I don't masturbate to him. So you know, <laughs> I just don't give a shit about any of this. Then no, you one thousand percent cannot create a match that is his match and then have him lose it. That's somehow in a weird way way worse than having him lose to Goldberg. So I will say that they 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 should and will have Bray Wyatt win the match. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about uh, doing that John Cena bit, but I would never steal jokes from you. I, you know what? And that's what I respect <laughs> about you, Ben Nash, is that all of the creative content that I have, that I've come up with over the years, you've given that to me, my friend. And that really, <laughs> whenever I deserve um, uh, like a nod, a bump, you know, like the, you always give me that hat tip. And I really appreciate that, that about you. Um, ben Nash, you're a you're a hero. You're a gentleman, really, uh, and you're certainly not a thief. Go Never. fuck yourself. Never. Never. Sorry. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the NXT Women's Title. Uh, is that me? Who? Yes, sure. it is. Uh, Rhea should win. Rhea will win. Okay. Yeah, I could. That part I of part of. Uh, part, part of me gets paused just because I know they like Charlotte to win at WrestleMania and she lost last year. Um, and she generally wins pay-per-views, right? I mean, she's a pretty crazy pay-per-view record. Yeah, there, there, she had that one streak that was ridiculous. I just don't understand the value of her as the NXT champion. I just don't see her going forward in that role. I mean, I, there would be value in it. I just don't see them doing that. Um, so, so in that sense, I don't see it, the value of her having a cup of coffee as the champion, losing to someone and coming back to raw. So I'm going to say Rhea wins, goes to back down to NXT to face the winner of this ladder match. They're going to do it's a ladder match, right? Am I making everything? That is a ladder match. Okay, good. Thank you. Uh, that means uh, you're next, Ben. Yeah, I I agree. I I think it's, um, Rhea Ripley for both. Uh, it just doesn't make sense in my eyes. I am. Um, I have a weird feeling about this, right? Which is, I I probably would have said that all along, but now let's remember everybody's gonna be stuck in Orlando for a little while anyway, right? Yeah. Um, 
And whatever your plans were for Charlotte Flair. They're not stuck there. They can go home. Can they? Yeah. If they want to get on a plane and risk being quarantined. Like, I mean, not all of them stay there the whole time. Depends where home is, too. Right. If they can't go to New York, but you can go right. pretty much anywhere else. I, Plane, planes are still going. I know planes are going, but typically when somebody's been getting on a plane, they've been asked to self-quarantine after that right now. Like, well, it's remember, a, they don't have any rules. If they're I, just going I from do, the Florida do, Performance Center I to their house. I do understand that to some extent, but... I get the sense that there's a lot of people that are just choosing to hang out in Orlando for a while anyway, right now. Um, and with that in mind, now I guess it's different. I guess if Andrade, Andrade is not going to be competing, we well, you could do it to pop a rating. Because if, if, if your theory is that they're going to be stuck there for a few weeks, my theory is she's there long enough to face Rhea in a rematch. Right. On, my theory, on, my theory um, is if you're stuck there a few weeks anyway, they, why, why not? They could film it, it to, that match tomorrow and hold it for five weeks. 100% if true. Well, if, if, if Glenn's theory about no rules exists, in, in the world of what we know publicly, they can't do that. But What do you mean? They can't do anything at the Performance Center right now. It's been Says closed. Who? That's why they filmed everything when they did. No, it's not. They can still do this. And they're still No, they to. have said in Florida that they had to close the they they had to close the performance center. It's why they rushed to film the Monday after WrestleMania. That's already filmed. I, I, I who closed the performance center? The, the the Florida government have have closed all businesses, which the includes county, the performance county. center. The county. Yeah, I mean, I, so that they were. That's that was the whole. That was the whole. Um, the whole uh, by happenstance, they happened to know because, like, this, the, their it, it goes taping back to schedule all the literally went up to the date they closed everything, and they and they set that schedule before it was public that they were closing Even in that businesses. Context, so they knew ahead it, of time. All that the it takes is for you to say we want to like, be deemed essential. Like for all that, no, 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 no. they are not deemed essential. They're not allowed to say that that anymore. That's that's not a thing anymore. The government says who's essential. You, I understand that they can non-essential business is not allowed to be open. WWE is not an essential business. You're not listening. I understand that. I said them for that. I said before everything I said, except for your conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory, Brandon. It's not allowed to be. Businesses can appeal whether or not in every state, even in states that don't have fraud, you can appeal whether or not you're considered essential. You can do that in normal working states. You can certainly do it in a state where the governor happens to be the biggest sycophant of one of your biggest supporters. That's the easiest thing in the world to do is to say, we want you to revisit whether or not we are essential. And by the way, you know the fucking president whose dick you suck every day? He happens to love us, and we're literally best friends. It's so simple to go about doing that without even requiring you to put on a tinfoil hat. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. Now, will it happen? I don't know. I don't know how bad things are going to get. I can't tell you any of these answers. But I know that's a really super easy thing for them to do that doesn't require any amount of conspiracy in order to come about. Plus, regardless of the conspiracy, as of now, the Performance Center reopens April 7th, right? That's, as of now, that's the date that businesses are allowed, supposed to be allowed to reopen if they don't move it, yeah. I have a feeling for WWE, even if they can't get it right now, on April 7th, they'll be open. But, th- but th- that's why I said, didn't you think it was very convenient that the day it closed was the day they stopped filming shit 
and the day that it opens is the day after the Raw that they've already taped airs. <laughs> it's very interesting. Well, in the in the context of everything is interesting. I mean, again, I yeah, I, I still think that you're operating with the idea that they wouldn't just say the hell with it. We're going to go back in and do something, and this is the way it's going to be. Fine and us, I, we will take right, the fine. Like, I'm I'm just not True. there. Like, I, there's no world in which I'm there. I I. I I think we know enough to know. Um, at April this point. April ninth is the date. Okay, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, it, yeah. would, it would be by the next NXT, correct? Yeah, it's it's yes. Although they we, they have Raw, so the next show is very much it. And plus, I'm sure they have every. I'm sure they have the next four NXT, all the Takeover quote yeah, unquote. I've all been episodes. Well, right. They, I bet so you they, they, they wouldn't really been. need to have anything until that Friday. Is right, the right. is the first thing that we know that they haven't taped yet, right? So I just don't think it's going to be all that difficult for them. I think they're going to be able to pull this off. And again, unless something really awful happens between now and then, like half the locker room getting the coronavirus, something along those lines, I just don't know what's going to change between now and then that's going to change this. Or Donald Trump deciding he doesn't like Vince McMahon any longer and saying to the Florida governor, don't bend back. Or or a nationwide shelter in place or something of that nature. Even that, I feel like they get around. I really do. I mean, like, I can't. But the the optics of it at some point. It's not. When nothing else is filming. The optics are bad right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they get worse, I mean, right now they're fine with it, but like. I don't know. It's just like we say at work. Like, let's talk tomorrow. Let's talk Thursday. Oh, I mean, there's a hundred percent. Yes. Like, I as, just think as, unless as we stand Vince, right unless now, Vince, yes, I agree with you, a hundred percent. Unless Especially Vince is told specifically, you are not allowed to, no matter what. You're not getting out of this. I'm working on the assumption that Vince McMahon is going to film this, or the or the entire locker room. By the way, I might feel different. I might feel differently about this if it weren't for these circumstances. If it weren't for the circumstances of literally you being in the bag of the president like if if there was a different person that was in charge of the country i don't know that i would feel as confident that wwe was going to be able to get away with everything but he's one of his closest friends um i think that vince mcmahon is always going to have that and and look i can't even really be mad about that i think there's everybody else in the world if the the president of the united states was a close personal friend would try to play that card um on on every opportunity they have so I'm not even really like furious about the fact that this is the no, case. Why it's, would we be? No, it's, it's, I, it's, I don't want it. Listen, let's be clear about something. I want to watch Raw every week. Right. Like, <laughs> like I don't want them to not be able to film shows in, until something occurs that suggests that that's. And I hate. I can't believe I use the term the Trump card. <laughs> Like, uh, until true. that's not the case, I'm just going to assume that's always going to be the case. Is that at the end of the day, the guy that's making the decisions with the company has the ear of the guy who's making the decisions for the world. Oh, who, and the guy that's making the decisions for the company also has a wife who's literally running a pack to get the guy reelected <laughs> now. That guy's yeah. going to get preferential treatment. I mean, like, always always but again could something change of course of course something could change that would leave everybody in the same bind or you know uh, whatever it is that donald trump begs vince mcmahon hey this would look really bad for me if you keep going although my god when would that guy start caring about that no um like i said uh, i I really think it would take the wrestlers to just absolutely refuse to do something like and i don't see that happening yeah i agree they're making money right now um, or enough of them are. Enough of them are making money and getting opportunities, and and we've clearly. And it's just it's it's the wrestling mentality. Like that's what yeah. it comes down to. Hundred yeah, percent. Now I'm I'm certainly surprised that a few of them haven't. 
I'm I'm surprised that a few of them like that uniquely you would say like there's I almost wish Daniel Bryan was the type that would say I'm not going to go to Saudi Arabia I'm not going to wrestle right now either like there's a part of me that wishes that he would he's been on like every fucking week correct Correct. (laughs) which is kind of incredible right I don't even know where we are I was making my pick for Charlotte and trying to explain my thought process and 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 that's my deal is like I I think that you could have planned this all along with it being Rhea and then suddenly all of these circumstances could have presented you the opportunity to say we really could just have Charlotte on uh, on NXT. And considering the fact that you've had the NXT performers show up on both shows, like you could still have Charlotte as NXT Women's Champion show up on Raw right now because you have How no... How about Oscar versus Charlotte for the NXT title on SmackDown you, or Raw? You could do that because you have no fucking rules about these performers at the moment. You've just sort of said, the hell with it. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with they should have um, Rhea Ripley win. I, I, yeah. I'll say they will have Charlotte win. Okay. We'll go to the other women's matches. Becky Lynch defends against Shayna Baszler. I think it's Brandon, but I'm not positive. No, I did this. I mean, I think it's Ben. Yeah. Ben. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to say shouldn't will be Shayna Baszler. I think they'll, uh, they'll carry this out for a while. I think like a hungry uh, Becky Lynch is the best Becky Lynch. So I think they'll carry it out for a while. I mean, we felt this way a few times, and, and I, I'm inclined to agree with you about that, but it's just that I don't know that I trust it anymore. Um, yeah. I'm, I, like, in a weird way, I don't even know that I agree that it should be Shayna Baszler. With like, all due respect, you still haven't really defined what Shayna Baszler is. She's um, a <laughs> right. Other than she bit somebody's neck, like she's gonna take a bite out of that title, Becky Lynch. <laughs> I guess Some of those promos. My God. I guess I'll choose to agree with you about this, but I. It goes back to my having a bigger problem with how they've done all of this. We're like, yeah, we're just gonna kind of do the NXT main roster invitational and not really explain anything and keep putting certain graphics on the show and I, like. They had Shayna Baszler roll through the fucking elimination chamber. That should matter. That should be something. I don't know, but yeah, sure. Should sh- shouldn't will Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I'm gonna say should be Shayna because what what was the point of this otherwise? Like you you were going to introduce her, you're gonna have her lose, and then knowing WWE, she's she's just gonna flounder for a year if she doesn't win here. Um, as far as will. God, I can't help wondering, just in their mind right now, when things get back to normal, how much they would love to have Becky Ronda. Yeah. How much they would just pay for Becky Ronda. That's my one thing. Just, man, especially if they can do it for for SummerSlam. If they were thinking, we're going to have SummerSlam, it's going to be an arena, it's going to be a big show, and we can get that match. God, that makes me wonder. Like, we need something to really kickstart this, you know, coming back era. I'm going to say it will be Shayna, but that scenario keeps running through my mind. Brandon? Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> unequivocally it should be Shayna. Uh, what will it be? I, I don't fucking know, guys. Like, I, I there's a couple things that. Oh, this is another one of those where I'm not sure if the ending is altered due to the nature of the event. Um, but because Shayna's a heel. This might actually be somewhat ideal to to 
an ideal place for Becky to lose um, and not have like a half and you know, I don't know. I, I will. I'll just say should and will Shayna. Right. But I don't think it ends here. I think it continues. Uh, we got how, two more matches, just title matches. Two more matches, yeah. All right. Um, well, let's get to it. Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. <sighs> you know, I guess let's start by having the conversation, right? And and this is I hate why com- the fuck is it him? Well, and well, I I hate that we always come back to. Right. positioning Vince McMahon as being the guy that's so out of touch and misses. And I, I hate that. And, and, and maybe it's too simplistic when we do that. And I think that after we've talked about, we've had this big picture conversation before that the reason why it's Braun Strowman is just because Vince McMahon looked around a room and said, ah, it's Braun Strowman. He's the big guy. We'll put him in the match. Right? Like that's the assumption. Whereas the rest of us would say, you have this opportunity to get creative to do something, you could literally have saved the most disastrous WrestleMania by suddenly deciding, for no reason at all, we're going to have our truth win the title here. <laughs> and, 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 and I mean that not just in like, I'm, I'm you know, obviously willing to be in a relationship with our truth. I mean that in the, ev- we would remember this forever, despite the fact that it happened in an empty warehouse. How about Matt Riddle? You, you've been setting that up. That, that's that, the one I wanted. That a thousand percent is a more logical, like, that you've, there's a built-in storyline. It seems very unlikely that you're ever going to get there otherwise, right? Like, there's just no, you, you kind of, what we're really saying is we hope we don't get there otherwise, because it means we're getting more Goldberg, and we don't want any more <laughs> Goldberg. So, I mean, to me, it's, uh, to me, the Goldberg just doesn't want to do it, because otherwise, you got to think they would have done it by now. I don't think that at all. I think that we all think that we want to do it. When you say they, I, there's nothing that suggests that the person that makes these decisions has any idea what Matt Riddle is. Um, right. Like, that that's the thing. Like, the, everybody, I'm sure. Well, what I'm saying is there would be enough people saying this is a natural storyline, whatever. But, I just think. But this goes back to the conversation that we had before about Aleister Black. You have to, like, you have to describe natural storylines that aren't on TV to Vince McMahon. Like, I don't think he has any idea what, what the conversation is like on Twitter. I think that we are to understand that this Matt Riddle thing, Goldberg thing. But I thought Twitter was all he cared about. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> all they care about is what's trending on Twitter. I, that's all they that care was about. Never, that's but that was never company, trending. Right. The company cares about that on a Monday night. They care about what's twen- trending on Twitter. Um, I, there's a million things that you should have done, obviously. I hate the fact that we always just come back to, of course, Vince McMahon's going to do the easy thing. With that all being said, I do get in context that I don't know how they're going to do it. This really is the easiest story to tell quickly in a television right. concept where you don't have to introduce anything else. Where all you got to do As is someone say... someone who can do a quick entertaining match. And and, a, a and, very quick. and logical to the masses, right? right logical right. to the average person that knows nothing else, that happens to tune into Fox on Friday nights. Braun Strowman is a significant person, is a big deal, is somebody that should be in this type of position. So, and yet who, interesting, like this is the one of the interesting things to me as well, who wasn't doing anything for WrestleMania before. Right. Oh, I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, like. Well, it's, I mean, it's 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 a problem, but it's also it, there. There's a part of me that wonders why wasn't he doing something? Like, did they know this was a possibility? Well, did that, he do something stupid? Well, he he did the Twitter thing, but that's not stupid enough to like. If, if they had plans for 
Braun Strowman, that would not stop them from doing anything from Braun. I mean, I think I think the only reason he lost the Intercontinental title is because someone's like, we want to do Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn. Or Daniel Bryan probably said so, that. so. But that's, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, is it just simply like they kind of lucked into that, that Braun Strowman wasn't doing anything? Or did they did they want to have they him always reserve in have case a something, they, maybe not this, but in case something happened? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that, but, you know, I, I don't think it's, I think there's a conversation there. Sure. I think there's something to be said for it. Look, ultimately, I, here's what I would argue. If your plan was to just have Roman Reigns win the belt, I'm going to say I think you should have Braun Strowman win it. I do. I think you should. I totally agree with you. I, I yeah. think it's – I think it's Wait a, your turn. I think it's a terrible idea to continue on with Goldberg just for the sake of – it goes back to all the problems we keep talking about. Your shows are less relevant when you don't have the champion there. Your shows are less relevant when um, – there's not something that obviously everyone is pursuing. So in the should category, if if the plan was for Roman Reigns to win the championship, Braun Strowman should win the championship. And it's a happy accident the way that it all comes about, and there's no problem with Braun Strowman being your champion. And maybe even you flirt after that with going right back to having Braun Strowman being a heel because, for fuck's sake, somebody that size should be a heel, right? Like, that you should you – know, there should be a very compelling Roman Reigns-Braun Strowman story to be told, you know? Um, don't know if you've remembered any of that. There should be a compelling story there. There should be a compelling story about even somebody that looks like Daniel Bryan maybe chasing Braun Strowman for a little while. Like, there should be a lot of compelling stories to be told. What will they do? I, I, I do think that the larger assumption of this scares us off and so we just keep the belt on Goldberg is what ends up playing out here. I think Goldberg wins, holds onto the belt, and they do this down the road somewhere and, and with Roman Reigns. So should... They should have Braun Strowman win. Will, it'll be Goldberg. Here's why I'm going to go a different direction than you. I'm going to say should, Goldberg should actually win this match. And here's why. In the past three years that we've been begging for Braun Strowman to, you know, get a push, to get the title, to be in the picture, this is the coldest he's been. To have him winning here, I'm, you know, it would be somewhat poetic for WWE to finally make him the champion when he's the coldest he's ever been. But, so I just... If you're going to do something with Braun Strowman, if I felt that this would be a, hey, give Braun Strowman the title, give Braun Strowman the run, I'd be like, yes. But I don't feel like if they did pull the trigger, that's what it would be. But I, I, so, dis- I disagree in that I'm saying that you do that to make him a heel. Like, that you do this again. But, but here's, here's my problem is, they make him a heel just to have Roman beat him at the first chance available. That's um, the problem to me, because that would be the most logical outcome to me. It, it would be a very logical and outcome. And do we really want Roman Braun again? Right, like that's what I. So that's why I'm going to say. I mean, this, this is why I'm going to the, say there's Goldberg a story. should win because you could have him drop it to Roman in two weeks. I, I, Roman did, specifically didn't want to go to this. You could have him drop it on SmackDown. Well, I don't. Wait, you think that Roman would go back and compete in p- the Performance Center two weeks from now after he would no compete now? No, 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 no. This is no going to SummerSlam yeah. if Goldberg wins. What are you? What? Wait, wait, wait. What? Say that wait, again, wait, wait. Aaron. What did you just I, say? I'm saying that. So this, the Roman thing. Roman was ready to compete until he found out that the Miz was not feeling well right. and was there. If you clear out the performance center and you tell Roman and Goldberg, "Hey, we're going to have you two in the building. It's going to be as safe as possible," and he wins it, the SmackDown after WrestleMania, I could see that happening. Yeah, I, I wholly... we don't know that's not what they're doing now, though. But that, but that's what I'm saying is he didn't want it because. In that building, there was someone sick, and that's we don't know for sure. 
but we know he was ready to to go and compete until he got there and uh, realized yeah. the scenario. While I while I understand what you're saying in context, I would still say at this point, um, as a human being, like if you do that, you have to take longer away. You can't. Like it, it, it's almost becomes meaningless and sort of leans back to the what. Okay, we, so may, maybe not one week, but let's say at the end of April, at the beginning of May, we don't have to wait on the next pay per view. We don't have to wait. This can be a big SmackDown moment. So what I'm going to say is the should should be don't put Braun in that scenario because you. I think you're just teeing him up but, to lose but, immediately but and just fall. Granted, fall right back where he is right now. So what, what does saying. it really I, matter? I, and that's the exactly that's the point that we were just making about Aleister Black earlier in the show. Like how yeah. how is it worse for Braun Strowman? It's not to, worse, but I think it could be if if you want Braun Strowman. I think Braun Strowman winning the title should be a moment. I, I do. I think Braun Strowman winning the title for the first time should be a moment. I think it should have been a year ago was, before it became the big show, but he's the big show now. Sure. Like that's, but that's, I, I, I think you still can create it. I think you know, you're running out of time because for all the stop-starts ridiculousness you do with him, but I think you still can make that a moment. You can't make that a moment here. When are you and making, so that's why, uh, here's what I say. When are you making that a moment at this point? If you don't do this now, when are you making this a moment? Next WrestleMania? Maybe. Like maybe I'm, not saying, I'm saying for now, it, if, if if he wins the title here, it is not a moment. Period. Well, it's just not a moment. I, I, it's I, the coolest he's ever been, and it would just it would be lame. We would know the reason, you know. Like I, if I you know, tell man. me that there is there could be a plan in the future to have a real build to make Braun as hot as he was before, and give him the title, I'd rather have that in your back pocket somewhere. I mean, okay. I, you have way more faith that that's coming than I do. You have way well, more faith, faith that, that a guy that they coming, treated like the big show. I'd rather have that as a possibility than not a possibility. But th- I mean, this goes back to like the, I, I, you know, oh boy, this is a bigger conversation. What they should do. I, I'd love if they. I, I, I think we all agreed that Braun Strowman should have been something more. The way that they initially built him, that we all felt that way. That it was that he should have been b- bigger and better than the big show. But he's not. Like it's very clear this deep in. He's not. So either you're dragging this out to an absurd, right, to create that moment where you're waiting like seven years and making that part of the story is that he's never done it. They finally gave him a singles belt just to fucking have it ripped off of him a, a minute later. Like, right. It, they, it's very clear they don't give a fuck about Braun Strowman. Like, okay, well, then that's why I'm saying should. Clear. I'm putting this in the should category. Uh, I mean, all right. All right, go ahead. I, I, I think, honestly, but, but I think they will put the belt on him. Okay, interesting. All right, uh, Brandon? I mean, I think Goldberg should win because I think the whole point of this is to put over Roman. And so I don't know if you I, th- I would much rather see and I think it's much more valuable for Roman to beat Goldberg than it is for him to beat Braun Strowman. So I think that's why he should win. I also think that's why he will. Um, I, this is a thrown in. Th- I mean, I could see them saying, OK, this is an opportunity if there were a crowd um, considering there's no crowd. I think this is just a placeholder. To be honest, and and, and and that's sad for Braun Strowman, but he is. He's a placeholder, and I don't think you're going to blow this off at SmackDown. I think it's going to be, you know, what's the next pay per view? Well, the, the the May one's not happening, right? I don't. Well, isn't the May one supposed to be Money in the Bank? Wasn't that late May? I can't remember. It's May 10th. It's that's no. There's yeah. no way that's going to happen. Right. Um. So at I least think in Summer its current form, it could happen at the Performance Center. <clears throat> Maybe, but I, I think I think I think. I think a lot of people in a room would say there's value in pushing this to SummerSlam. And we could talk about the, the champion not being on the show, and, but and if there were any time to not do that, it's right now. 
or to not to not for it not to matter if the champion is on the show. It's right now, in my opinion. So, I think um, I think Goldberg should and will, and and I don't think you see this match till whenever they can do it with Roman uh, in a crowd, depending on how the circumstances change. If we get to a point where there's you know no events till September, October, or something, I think then things change. But I think you know the logical thing to do would be to do this at SummerSlam. Uh, Nash? Yeah, should uh, Braun, Will, Goldberg, unfortunately. And why do you say should Braun? Yeah. But what's what's your reasoning for why you should think, you think it should be Braun? Just to get it off of Goldberg. Just as a fan, you know, I don't, I don't want Goldberg being the champion anymore. That's that's why. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's, yeah, the, that's, that's the bare that's the bare minimum for me. I, yeah, I agree with yeah, that, yeah. ultimately. The bare minimum is Bill By the Goldberg. way, that is a good reason. Oh, it's a great reason, <laughs> right? But Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, and uh, finally. Let's wrap it up with uh, Brock vs. Drew. Aaron. Um, first off, got to say that video for Drew was amazing. Yeah, they cool. Like, it was ridiculous. But, like, again, as I said last week, the best thing WWE does is promo packaging. And it sure showed there, because that was awesome. Um, I'm really torn on this one. I've been torn on this one since Drew won the Rumble, because I don't know what the should is in this situation. Like, I don't know. Like, typically, is it gets the belt off of Brock, that's great. But at some point, the whole get the belt off of Brock storyline is, like, we know what's going to happen. We, we take it off, and by the fall, he gets it right back. So I'd almost rather get someone in place that... I don't know who that person is, and that's the other part. I don't know who that person is. Get someone to beat Brock, who we are 1 billion percent behind. That everybody, you know, the, the Dan- not that it has to be Daniel Bryan, but that Daniel Bryan push. That thing that we're all behind. And I don't know that Drew is that guy. So I almost think it should be Brock here just to get that moment. I think it will be Drew, though. Okay. Especially if I think Goldberg could hold on. Brandon? My perspective on this match has completely changed um, since the the recent events. So I... Originally, it was all the way on Drew. I think now you need Brock to win this match because I don't think, or you should have Brock win this match. I don't think you can do this kind of thing in a closed building. I don't think the the point of it, the point of having him win is completely eradicated by the circumstances they're in. So I think you have Brock win somehow to push to the bigger moment to when you think you can have this in front of an audience. And so that's why I think Brock should and I don't know about the will, though. I, I don't even know if I can answer that. I, I, They might just do it anyway and have Drew win, but Brock should win, and, and honestly, I guess I'll just say uh, that, that Drew will, but I, I, I don't think they should do it in this environment. Ben Nash? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Like, should it, should's going to be Brock, and... It's because, like, what Aaron was saying, like, the moments. Like, WWE lives for those moments. Like, the legendary pops and everything like that. You don't have that if Drew wins on, you know, Sunday or Saturday, whenever they're doing it. It's, uh, so, I'm just going to go should and will with Brock. 
So I absolutely agree that Brock will. Um, and I've clearly, you know, everybody knows I felt differently about this from the get-go. I think it was, this was always comical, um, the idea that it should be Drew McIntyre. This is almost the antithesis of, of the reason why we've loved the moments. Um, we've loved the moments in the past because it felt like it was something that had built and then pe- paid out. And this is the opposite of that. This is literally the guy that was just hand-picked despite the fact that nothing had suggested he should be the guy. Um, you know, now again, that being a guy that we like, and so it, we're conflicted by it. We like Drew McIntyre. Um, we do think that like he's paid his dues. Um, it's just that the storyline never suggested that this should be the guy. There was never the work being done. So I, I disagree that it should be Drew McIntyre. I 1000% thought that this should have just been Brock Lesnar retaining and moving forward to the, the either, either whether you use that to reset Drew McIntyre for a few months to tell the story you failed to tell before when all you just had him do is win one match or because you're trying to build to whatever the person is that ultimately takes the belt off of Drew. I never thought that this was worthy of the moment in front of people, in front of everybody. Now, I have said before, the crowd reaction suggests that I'm wrong about that. But, you know, I'll stand by the other factors in there that you just haven't done that work that I was ever on board with it. So I think this is almost a happy accident for them in this case that they can get it right. And right I, now they can just yeah. Right. And if that right. and I have no problem with it being Drew. Like if it's Drew, I I'm cool with that. But you've got to you got to read you got to fix this over four months. It can't just be hey Drew won a match and then you know, he's our guy and so And now, Brock's gone and yeah, exactly. Right. Like you've got the time tell a really fucking compelling story for the next few months and then create that moment for Drew McIntyre um, to be the guy that beats Brock Lesnar if that's the way you're going to go. But the guy that's unbeatable, when there's been plenty of compelling stories as to why someone else should have beaten him over the years um, that, that, that didn't, you've got to do more work to sell me on this being the guy. So, yeah. Except now that Seth Rollins has beat him like three different times. I mean, right, but that's... Well, again, it's like what I said. We're doing the same dance every ra- mania. Like, four of the past six Manias have had the same Brock storyline. Brock is the champ. We're sick and tired of him being champ because he's the part-time champ. So right. someone's going to come up. Someone's going to beat him. And then he's going to be the champ again by the next Mania. Right. Uh, I mean, that's sort of what Paul Heyman said on Monday night, right? Until he faces Edge at SummerSlam. Yeah, right. That's your storyline. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think that you guys... got to keep the bit I think this works out really well for you. I really do. I think that this works out in a strange way that Brock gets to keep the belt and you get to figure out what you're doing. And I'm, I'm for... I'm, I'm totally fine with that being Drew McIntyre. I really am. Just do the work. Like, have him go win something else. Have him face adversity over the course of the next couple of months build up he's got Brock Lesnar in the back of his mind whatever happened you know do that if that's what you're going to do or figure out what you're going to do otherwise but (laughs) it just didn't it never felt like this made sense to me this never was good enough for me to just hey he's the guy so he's the guy like that just didn't work all right well mercifully that finally brings us to the end of the card could you fucking imagine if we had had to pick an XT2 good (laughs) god uh maybe we should do we, expect- we want to do we want to just try to pick uh the gargano uh champa thing i i i don't i really don't because of what we talked about last week i just don't i we'll, we'll talk about it when it comes up okay when we know it's like the next week or yeah whatever. i'm fine with yeah. that i'm fine with that all right uh ben nash where are you on social yep. media my friend uh twitter just Benjamin underscore Nash with two h's and if you if you want to hear him never tell any funny jokes ever because he wastes them all in that one moment in New York, then you can go there. Um, 
Uh, appreciate it, pal. Really do. Uh, Brandon, why don't you get whatever plugs you can get in? in? Well, <laughs> um, live music doesn't exist anymore. For That's what it is. Because the goddamn coronavirus. I, but. Tr- I tried to participate with Ramshead Live on social media just to help out the other day. I tried to play the game. What was the... Thank you. I, what was the... Uh, is that Sam who did that? Is she the one? It that's is doing Sam. That? Oh, she does all of our social media. She's Sam. great. I love Sam. Um, I don't know which thing you're talking about, but there was a lot of. We're trying to keep things fun on there. Yeah, it was like people the, the what if are, question, and I you know, I did uh, what if God wasn't one of us was the oh one, great. Which, I said what if I said what if Fred Durst didn't do it for the and nookie. I appreciated that, but mine actually involved the term what if and thought it deserved a little bit more credit for that. Oh, what was yours? What if God wasn't one of us? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant that was what the initial no, one was. No, no that's no. a good one. Yeah, right. I thought that deserved a little bit more play, but nobody seemed. To I think Ben it's came also, up with that one. It's also kind of frightening. Yeah, fuck you, that it Ben. Might be true, right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, that is true too. <laughs> uh, but but anyway. anyway, yeah, you can check us out at Ramshead Live on Instagram, at Ramshead Live on Twitter, and on our Ramshead Live Facebook page. We're trying to keep things fun with some participatory content and pictures from past shows and things like that i'm not going to talk about any future shows because we don't know when the hell we're going to be able to do one again right now so um but what we have on the calendar for the fall is on the website ramsoflive.com you can check that out all right aaron uh just follow me on twitter at the aoster i'll have my wrestling stuff there and baltimore sun and all that good stuff um, so, uh, yeah. the at AJ Francis four one zero on Twitter. I know we he we we had hoped to get him on for picks, but um, I, I think because like they taped everything and they don't know who's talking to who, they kind of said we're going to limit um how much media we have people doing this week, and we understand that. Like we totally get it. It's, you know, I, no, we don't. We, we, we might get him back next week, though, right? I hope. I hope that's the case. I hope that post WrestleMania he'd be allowed to come back on at that point. Um, but I don't know. He, you know, like. He just said, hey, as we said about AJ the entire time, he's just like, dude, I don't want to get in any trouble. We don't want to get him in any trouble. <laughs> like, we want him, uh, if, if there's some world in which we can see him, like on the NXT card and at SummerSlam, we want that to be the case, right? So, yeah. we're, Hey, we're not going anywhere, so we'll no, be hey, here Hey, Braun Strowman spouted off on Twitter, and he got a title shot, so maybe that's, that's what true. AJ Actually, has. maybe <laughs> that's what he should be doing. That's a great point. Although, although, you could look at it that way, or you could look at it, he spouted off on Twitter, and now he gets to lose to Goldberg in three seconds. Well, well he also spouted off against the independents, so maybe that, oh, yeah, that might, be, like, a good uh, might yeah. be a reward. It might very well I be a reward. Wait. I can't wait just to see Goldberg try to jackhammer. Oh, Strong there's Strong. no way that's happening. <laughs> no, yeah. that, that's a spear ending right there. Yeah, Correct. for sure. It's like 50, 56 spears or something. Oh, God damn it. We didn't even have any time to talk about Chris Jericho cutting the greatest promo in the history of wrestling. We can. Some, we don't right, have quickly. to end it here. I know, this but is I a don't, podcast. We I know, don't have I don't, I don't want to go two Some hours. We don't have jobs. But, yeah, I understand that. But Ben Nash, the last time we were – this is – honest to God, the last time I was out with you, Ben, turned to uh, – do you want to say the friend that you were out with that's a regular listener of the show? And you said, hey, do you still listen to the show? And the friend said, are you guys still doing two hours? That's what I've been getting <laughs> from way too many people. <laughs> I don't want to do two-hour shows. I'm just trying in my best because it's very – all the feedback I've gotten is the shows go too long. But we can talk about this because, yes – it was the greatest promo in the history of professional wrestling. Chris Jericho cutting a goddamn promo on a drone. God bless you forever, Chris Jericho. God bless you forever. God bless you forever. May we protect you. Oh, damn it! I also wanted to talk about... Did you? Did everybody watch the Benoit thing? Yeah. I didn't. Can we punt that the, the next time? I watched the first episode, actually. Uh, there's two parts. I don't really want to punt it because it's just going to be... There's too much. You know, like, there's too much. Um, 
I, and there's not really anything to say other than it's 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 a hard watch. I mean, it's a really hard watch, but it further cements Chris Jericho as being needed to be pre- pre- wrapped up in bubble wrap and protected forever. Um, he is our hero. He is our king. And if you have not seen part two of the Benoit thing yet, go watch it immediately and understand that however you, you, you probably are in love with Chris Jericho at this moment, somehow you're going to feel even stronger about him after watching this. That, I, you know, like, and this is the hero of all of ours. You're going to feel even yeah. more strongly about him after watching part two of the Benoit thing. Um, it was well done. Yep. It, was really, yeah. it was really well done. Um, I have not really watched Dark Side of the Ring otherwise, but I'm compelled to go back and watch season one. There are, there are some very good ones in season one. There are some that are a little bit, but I definitely watched the uh, Bruiser Brody one in particular. Okay. That All was right. excellent. Right. Is there and a Montreal Screwjob episode? Was good too. I didn't see this. They did a Savage one? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah, right. I think it was the first one. All right, I will. I, I need to watch that. I am inclined after seeing this. Um, it, I mean, they really got a lot of really significant people like to talk, and yet somehow because they didn't clutter it by trying to have thirty people involved, they they found like seven impactful people, and so everything they said mattered, and that was kind of why it was so good to me. Um, it, it was really God. <laughs> It, it was great. Here's the one of the things I unfortunately took from it, and they kind of touched on this at the end, but I can't help but feeling this way. Uh, I don't want to see David Benoit anywhere near a ring. Like yeah, I just yeah, I can't it's a, it's watch really, him without thinking about his dad. He looks exactly like his dad. I know he came out two months ago and said he wants to wrestle as Chris Benoit Jr., yeah, which on its own is that's ooh, a terrible, that's yeah, a beyond not, terrible idea. Let's not do that. I, I was I was about to disagree with you until I heard that part. Yeah, well that that part's definitely. I know people can disagree with me, and it's it's not his fault, and it's not fair to him. And he might be a great wrestler, and if he it's what he wants to do, he should be able to. But I could cannot watch him in the ring. I'm I mean, nobody, nobody in a main, yeah. in a major way is going to even let him use that last name at this I, point. See, I, disagree, I disagree with that. I really do. I disagree with that. Do you think WWE would let him Not use WWE, Benoit as think, his last name? I don't think WWE he, won't. WWE won't touch him. Yeah, I don't think that that's even on the on the cards. I think again, like watch if you watch this, I think you'll understand more why. Like the assumption would almost be this transitions him towards AEW. Um, based on the fact that like they brought him to an AEW well, show, the indies. the indies first, obviously, but like pointed towards if he's going to have a pro wrestling career, that ultimately it would lead to AEW based on who he's friendly with, based on you know his interactions with AEW performers. Um, I I disagree in that I could absolutely watch him, and to me, he comes well off as one of the most sympathetic figures. One hundred percent. And that he almost becomes a, and it's a fu- it's a fine line, right? Because you'd have to be able to get him on board and tell him, but we can't do this. You can't try to honor your father in doing this. Like we, no no major wrestling company can get on board with that. Like we can't, and and that's it's a strange thing, and it's a strange thing for a son to be because you could sort of feel an element of that where like this was still his father, you know, that we're talking about. But no professional wrestling company can get on board with it. I do. I disagree that I, I am willing to watch David Benoit, and I really would even still be willing to watch him as David Benoit. Um, I don't think, I don't know if that's the way it would go, but I would be, and in part because of what I saw, because of how sympathetic he comes off in, in watching this. So, um, I mean, I hear you. It's it's one hundred percent, and I'm not saying like. 
oh my god, he can't wrestle, like, something like that. I'm just saying, me personally, like, right, I get he it. just looks so much like him. He right. sounds like just right. everything. There's no way to watch him without thinking precisely of Chris. I get it. I get it. All right. Well, um, there we are. Uh, if, yeah, that was a downer. Yeah, boy, real bummer. <laughs> I, I hope that there's a guest that's joining us that will fill up the final portion of this program, but there might not be, so we're just going to go ahead and wrap it up. It's the same thing we did uh, recently on a show. Where we'll, we'll wrap it up anyway. If there's a guest, we'll add it on later, and uh, it'll be bonus content for you to enjoy. Uh, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, glennclarkradio.com. Somebody say something funny. Oh, you know what? Ben, do you know any good jokes? Uh, Kirk Angles. You didn't even deliver the joke. Tell the whole fucking it's your joke, own fucking dude. joke, and you didn't even deliver it right. We've said it in so many different ways. I don't even remember the, the original, original joke. I'm not gonna lie. I can't believe I'm telling you your original joke. I can't yeah, believe like what, what? Angles, am I right? Thank I wonder then I wonder why you couldn't remember yeah, the whole joke. Really weird, really weird. It was probably the alcohol, honestly. <laughs> probably. No other reasons. <sighs> All right. For Ben Nash, <laughs> for Brandon and for Aaron and for the main event, Vent. 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 Vent Vent Vent. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Anybody? Ben? Ben. Jump me out. <laughs> Jump me out. All right. What a disaster that was. <laughs>